You're listening to Behind the Mic on the Funnel Radio channel. Listen as Paul Roberts, Susan Finch, and Jim Obermeyer talk B2B podcasting tips for companies, speakers, authors, marketing teams, and the C-suite. Let's get things kicked off here with Susan Finch, who's going to be behind the mic today here talking about 10 steps to start a podcast in two weeks. Can't be done, Susan. Well, I'm going to kind of shorten it. And this is actually, Paul, part of the course I teach for the Direct Marketing Association of Northern California every quarter. I teach classes there. So if any of you guys want to learn how to do the more extensive, the two-hour courses that I teach, go to dmanc.org and you can look for any courses by me and sign up. So I'm going to give you a little taste of the fundamentals one. So this 10 steps to start a podcast in two weeks was actually Jim Obermeyer's idea. I thought, wow, 10 steps. Okay, we can compact it into that. I have 25 minutes, Paul, right? That's it. Okay, here we that's go. Like, that's like uh, one step every uh, two minutes here or something. Right? That's about where we're at. <laughs> so we've already used up the first two. So I'm going to get going on this. All right, folks take notes and if you want to know more write to me later susan at funnelradio.com and say hey i tuned in and i want to get more of the steps or i want to get the link for the class let me know and we'll get going but let's give you some overviews we've been doing this now for gosh about 10 years paul oh at least yeah it seems like we were we were among the earliest adapters in this whole thing here i think we were trying to figure out when everybody didn't even know what a podcast was right and i know i started way back with my nonprofit, binky patrol where I used to go on the radio station regularly down in Southern California, KSBR, which is at Saddleback College. Yes, right. And I used to be on there and on KEZY with Liz and, you know, different stations would have me on. So I saw how it worked and enjoyed it very much. And I actually used to do more video than podcasting, but really have come to appreciate podcasting. And I know many companies are considering it. The beauty of the podcast we have covered in other Behind the Mic episodes with Paul and Jim, and they talked about how it's such a great content generator, but it's also fun because you can take it to go. People can listen to you. I have friends that constantly listen to podcasts. So let's say you want to do it. All right, you've decided you're going to do it. Let me tell you what you need to know. First, number one, you need to decide the goal of the podcast. And I know that might sound like an obvious kind of thing, but the goal means what is the real reason you want to do the podcast? And it can't always just be, oh, we want to get our message out there. No, are you trying to placate CEOs, C-suite people, clients, stroke egos, push an initiative, a new product? Whatever the goal is, you have to be totally honest and everybody has to be on board with that goal. Because if they aren't, you guys will have different focuses and nobody's going to come together to push for the success of the podcast and interest will drop off and it will fail. So the goal has to be super honest because everything you do from here on goes back to number one, the goal. The next thing you have to decide, number two, is the team. And this team can be small, but part of the team is what resources do you have available in-house? Do you have enough people that can take on certain tasks and do pieces of it? Or are you going to have to come up with a budget to outsource it? And then you have to decide, well, which tasks will be outsourced and which can we do in-house? Can you have somebody there helping to wrangle the guest and coordinate with them and promote the show? Do you have a graphics person that can create all the branding for the show? 
Do you have somebody that can help with the post and pushing it out later and following up? Who's going to edit your show? That's part of your team too. And we have editors, Paul edits, Jim edits, I edit, my husband Tom edits. We have a team of like five editors and we can all take different shows and take the load depending on what the week is like. If you're coming up with a consistent schedule for your podcast and a nice rhythm, you want to make sure that these team people can do it every time. And the tools they're going to use, this is the other thing, sometimes you companies hire interns. And interns are great temporarily. And sometimes they bring skills that you never had because they're more current. That's great. But once they leave, who can pick it up after them? Are they using some weird, funky, free tool they found and everything is in that and nobody knows what to do later? The tasks for the teams have to be something that can be handed off to somebody else. In case somebody leaves, they get sick, they get pulled onto another project. Make sure those gaps can be filled in and get a commitment. Number three, decide on the branding. This includes the name, the URL, the episode graphics, the social media graphics, even the music. All of it sets the tone for your show. If you have high energy host or hosts, plural, you want something that's going to fit them and the content they're going to be covering. Just because I like tiki lounge music doesn't mean it's great when I'm trying to talk about generating revenue for Rooted in Revenue, which is my usual podcast. You want to make sure that it fits and that it'll set the tone that you can easily lead right into your content. And the branding. Think about the branding. When you're looking on podcast venues, it's tiny. The little graphic doesn't show up very big. You have to be able to read it. It has to catch your attention and it has to give a hint as to what they're going to learn, be entertained by, or discern from your show. It has to be super clear. The name, you want it easy to say. You don't want to have something with a lot of complicated words or jargon or something that your URL is going to be so long. You don't want to go to myfabulousepisodicpodcast.com. Oh my gosh, that won't fit on a hat. That won't fit on anything. And you want to avoid double consonants, hyphens, weird endings. We always know the .com is great. .today works. There are all sorts of endings that are related to podcasts that you can pick now, but you have to be super clear. And the other hint I tell people too is if you didn't get the .com, find out who has it. Because depending on the name of your podcast, it might not be so great to be associated or for somebody to go there mistakenly. So check that out too. So let's move on to number four. And again, I go through these totally in depth and show samples and templates and how to do things in the class on the dmanc.org site. So this is just the quick overview. The next thing you need to do is write your about the show because that gets sent out to all the podcast venues. Just a few lines, a few sentences, kind of like the mission statement of the show. What's going to intrigue people? What will they learn? Don't go on and say, we're going to be talking about my new book. Who cares? Have it be about something that will solve a problem for them, be of interest to them, that they can get behind and will immediately draw them into at least test one episode, hopefully at least three, and then subscribe. This all goes back to number one, the goal of the podcast. So your about needs to go with that. Your host bios. If you have one host, that's fine. If you have multiple ones, you need those too. I'm not talking about a LinkedIn resume. 
just what makes them somebody you would actually want to listen to on a podcast? Why are they the host? How are they qualified? What expertise are they bringing to this? Even if they're an expert storyteller, entertainer, whatever it is, make sure you have that bio. Because part of that, number four, is a landing page on your main website. You know how you have resources and blogs and different things and white papers. You're going to have one for your podcast. And you're not just going to send them to the podcast site, which we'll talk about number five. You're going to make sure that you have a landing page that talks about, here's our show. Here's what it's about. Here's who's the host. Here's a player you can catch up and binge listen right here. Or you can subscribe in all these venues. Or you can subscribe via email. You want that little portal landing page because it makes it super easy. And think about it. You've worked so hard to get people to your website. Why would you send them away somewhere else? We use the podcast websites mainly for the perfectly formatted feeds for all the venues and for some more SEO, of course. But if they're coming to your website, don't have them leave. Have them stay there, binge listen there. They can subscribe and get stuff in their email later or in the apps. Number five, this brings us to the hosting for the website. Currently, as of 7-23-2020, Podbean is where I lean towards because it's more like a website. It allows you to have a sidebar that you can put in custom code and links and things. You can have longer posts that are wonderful for SEO. They're players. I like the branding at the top with the banners. Libsyn is good too. So is Blueberry. Some of you say, I'm just going to do WordPress and bring in plugins. Fine. But it has to be formatted perfectly for all the venues. And you're going to need everything in MP3 format because a couple of them, that's all they accept. They don't accept videos. They don't accept MP4s. So you're going to want to decide and decide on your company security. Are you allowed to set up a new site on a third-party system? Does it have to be behind your firewalls and all your hosting and things? You'll have to check with your departments, depending how big your company is, to see what's possible, what you're allowed to do, and who you have to run it through. And this goes back to the team thing. Are you outsourcing any of this stuff, the branding included? All right, let's move on a little bit further. Number six, you're going to create a format for the episodes. Are they interviews? Is it monologues? Are you teaching things? Are you telling stories? You need to know, and it might be a variety of them. I have a couple of shows that once a month they do a teaching type of thing. Another one, they have a monologue. And for the other two, they have guests. And so they know always the first week it's this, always the second week it's this. And it gives people something to look forward to. And it can appeal to different types of audiences as well. Some people only want to hear people you know, have guests on. And some people really want to learn from your personal expertise or whoever your host is. At that point, it's time to create the template. And by a template, I mean using something like Adobe Audition. That's my favorite tool to create audio podcasting templates. They make it super simple and I can get down to the very syllable if I need to change it. And I can take multiple tracks that will also come into this kind of segues into recording. How are you going to record it? Decide all that. So you're going to make this template and it's going to have your music, that intro to the show. Ooh, who's doing your voiceover? Another team member. Get into the show. Maybe take a commercial break. Think about sponsors. Think about talking about an event you have coming up. Finish the show. Outro. Hey, don't forget to subscribe. And some music. That's a template. And that's what I teach in the advanced class. We go through creating a template and fading music and all that kind of stuff. So we've done six steps. 
So far, let's do a quick review before we finish this out. First, decide the goal of the podcast. Second, your team, assign the tasks and get a commitment. And that also means putting all these materials in a central location. You guys can all edit and work on together. Three, decide on branding. Who's doing that, including the URL, the graphics and the music. Four, write the about the show, the host bios for the landing page and create that for your website or for the podcast site. Decide on the hosting for the podcast portion of the site where you're going to upload those MP3 files, whether it's Podbean, Lipson, Blueberry, or you're going to do WordPress and put plugins there that are very, very well formatted just for podcasting. You're going to create number six, the format for your episodes. What's the pattern going to be for every episode and how long is it going to be? Maybe it's 25 minutes. We like 25 minute episodes because that's usually a commute. That's a walk. That's a lunch. That's a between meetings. And sometimes we pepper it with some snack size episodes of, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Just a quick one tip. It's a great way to repurpose old shows. But that gets me into too much depth. Let's move on to number seven. Hey, Paul, do you have any questions so far? I just am writing them down. I, you know, my question is, uh, is there a place we can go get this at someplace else? Or we'd go to your talk? Give us give us some you place. Have to, you have to take the class. It's at dmanc.org, okay. which is for the Direct Marketing Association, Northern California.org. And I teach this class and the advanced podcasting course every quarter. I just finished them for July. And they say it's their most popular course, so that makes you feel good. i got to believe so, because podcasting has taken off, particularly in these quarantine times here. All right, do you want to run through them all and take a break and uh, do a commercial, or you want to just keep rolling through them here? I think I'll just keep rolling through them. I think we're doing great. All right. And if you guys are saying, hey, I want to have a podcast, but I need help, and we want to get this set up, go to FunnelRadio.com, and you can see how we do it. And if you need our help, we can get you set up. You can take advantage of the wonderful expertise of Paul, of our editors, of me, voiceover work, graphics. We can do it all for you if you want. Again, Susan at FunnelRadio.com to learn more or to just have a visit to say, hmm, I'm not sure. Let's talk some more. Happy to do it. And the Direct Marketing Association, the classes, just so you guys know, are two hours each. And they do that because they certify you. And you get a nice little certificate at the end if you complete, I think it's four of their courses in two years. That's pretty easy to do since mine are two of them. So let's move on to number seven. Again, this is 10 steps to start a podcast in two weeks. So if you guys have a lot of red tape and people you have to run approvals through, (laughs) two weeks might be very optimistic. But we have put these together within two weeks when people are in that, let's go, 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 go. And they know how to say yes. And they love everything we do. Let's keep going. Number seven, if you are having guests, Get them lined up to interview and record ahead of time. We have a couple of hosts that schedule them out two months in advance. It makes it so much easier for them because then the guest is prepared, can put on their schedule, they can get the bio, the headshot from the guest because they want to promote it all. You want to make pretty graphics to promote your guest. If your guests look good, they will share your podcast out later. If you make them look or sound like caca, they will not share it out and their company won't share it out, nobody will want to see it. Make sure that your guests look good, that they are appreciated. And so you're going to start that process right now. So you get your guests lined up for the next at least three to five episodes. You're going to want to edit the first three to five episodes before launch to trickle out. And I know this is sounding like a lot to get done. If you have the right team, you can get this done. 
we have a couple of hosts that'll record four episodes in a day and just knock them out. And some of the episodes are longer, so we chop them into two episodes. We do a part one and a part two. And suddenly you have a whole bunch of content ready to go and you can just kick back for another month. It's a really nice way to do it. Just do all your recording on a day or two and it's done and the, your team can take care of the rest of it. Prepping the graphics, prepping the post, editing the podcast in the little template you've made. And you just schedule them out and there you are. Number eight, like I said, you're gonna edit those first three to five. Decide on your editing. I have one client and when I edited, they said, oh, you're so good, it's too much editing. We want all the ums and ahs in there. And so it sounds more natural. I said, okay. I taught them how and they edit the rest of it themselves. The rest of our shows and clients and my other shows that I edit for, love it that we take out all the, what they call double clutches, where you, 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 you repeat things and the longer words to make it sound cleaner. And it makes your guests sound more put together, more like an expert. They feel good. They will share it out then. So make sure you have that done and ready to go and it's all tight. The next thing you're going to do is start to talk about your show immediately. As soon as you have that Podbean site or wherever you your landing page set up, start talking about the show by name. Mention it on social. This is coming. We can't wait for the launch. Maybe even record a little intro teaser just to say, hey, guys, just so you know, we have this wonderful podcast starting August 5th. It's going to be called behind the mic and we're going to teach you all the secrets something a minute long but get them to start subscribing ahead of time get them on a list because these are going to become your super fans that will help you build that audience so in promoting on social it isn't just you doing it or the host you're going to get your guests involved and you need to get your whole team involved number nine is super super important promote in social with your whole team your whole team needs to be behind the goal of the podcast. Going back to number one, you want to make sure that everybody is helping you promote it. And sometimes they might need a little bit of handholding. You might have to kind of format a post for them and say, hey, can you talk about this? Please go share this on social. You can even make it a fun game. And you can say whoever shares it the most in the next you know, 48 hours gets a gift card. There's nothing wrong with that. Get them used to the fact that if they support what their company that writes their paycheck is doing, everybody wins. Why wouldn't they support it? Get them excited. Get them subscribing. Once you've launched and stuff, and that's a later thing. That's not the first two weeks thing. We can talk about that in another one of these episodes. Number 10, you're ready to go. You want to be able to keep that pace and rhythm and create and plan more episodes ahead of time. Be as far in advance as you can Make a schedule in the central location. I use spreadsheets on Drive, and it contains all the ways to contact the guests, the social posts, whatever links they want to promote, whatever they're talking about, the link to the episode, the link for their specific episode on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, on all of them. So they can go listen to those individual episodes. That becomes a little package you're going to end up sending to your guests, too. That's the little package you're going to ask your team to share out. The sooner you create these methods and rhythms, after your first two weeks and you have these things done, it will go so easily the rest of the time. Hey, Paul, do you got any questions? Well, again, the only question is where can they reach you? How do they learn more? <laughs> That's the question that keeps coming in. Man, I'm writing this stuff down as fast as I can here. <laughs> 
they can reach me at susan at funnelradio.com and ask me any questions i'm happy to answer them and if you want to set up a consult or something too that hey susan you know we can do it we have the team we just need a little kick start and some of these things set up we can do that too if you're saying we want to be part of the funnel radio network we have a great b2b podcast we want it on there great we'll talk to you about that too so many ways that we can take all the heavy lifting away from you if you say i want to do it the coolest thing about this is even if you have to outsource a lot of it folks you will know what's expected what's needed and the whys and that's what i like to teach in the classes it's a lot of the whys that nobody tells you oh you have to do this but why and what happens if i don't and how do we fix it if i botched it up I just want to add one thing, having done this now with you uh, for so many years, the importance, the thoroughness of what you do in the back end and the importance of that in planning this out. When I was in radio 100 years ago, when the show was over, it was over. Now it just begins. You're going to edit it. You're going to pull out little snippets. You're going to post it on social media. You're going to post it and push it out to all the podcast aggregators. You're going to put pictures and social. All that extra effort, it doesn't just get found on its own. You've got to send it to your network. You've got to send it to all the places that pull all these podcasts together. And hopefully you give the guest a copy as well so they can push it out. Oh, and that is key. And that's you know part of that. This is just said, you know, Jim limited me to the podcast in two weeks. Okay, here we go. We'll do a follow-up one of this of what to do after after you've launched and some of the steps. So we'll do that sometime in August. Does that sound good, Paul? I think it sounds great because I think that's the misunderstood part. So many podcasters launch. They, get the, they, they focus on getting the right mic. They get some good guests. And then they found out this is a lot of work, and it falls apart because they don't do that back-end stuff. It's, that's really where it, it happens. Well, you know the stats. I mean, most podcasts fail within six episodes. It just yeah, wears people I, out because I, they didn't realize. Nobody warned them. Exactly. Exactly. And so there's a lot of podcast clutter out there in all these venues of false starts. Three episodes here, four episodes there, and then never another thing. Right. Exactly. I mean, I have to admit, I will pull my own covers on Rooted and Revenue. I'm so busy right now producing for other people. I used to do at least a monthly show, mm-hmm. and I'm barely even getting to that anymore, which isn't great. So I'm going to have to create some new content, I think, for my own show. Well, you got to come up with a rhythm, whatever it is, and then be consistent with it. If it's yes. once a month or once a week or once a day, whatever it is, make sure you stick to that rhythm because your audience will get trained, and if they come back and find it's not there... They'll right. move on. How many times are they going to check back to see if there's a new Ex- episode? Exactly. And then they'll remove you from their follows, from their subscriptions and things. And you don't want that. Right. You want them subscribing and looking forward to whatever content you're going to be providing. All right. Well, I think that sums it up for today here. Uh, give us uh, how to get in oh, touch don't forget, with you. Don't forget to run that commercial from behind the mic at the end. I'm going to do it right after we uh, wrap up <laughs> with you here. So, uh Again, I'm Susan at FunnelRadio.com. You can find us and everything related to the wonderful shows we produce for B2B companies, especially. We do other types, too. But that's been our focus up to this point. I also do a lot of things for real estate agents, brokers, and financial institutions. Authors. You guys are doing one for an author now and other things to support their books. Oh, I know. We have a lot of things going on. I'm pretty excited. So, Paul, why don't you bring us out of there with that commercial behind the mic so you can learn a little bit more about what we're doing okay thanks susan hey if you want to learn more and you want to create your own podcast don't go alone go with a group that's been doing it a while if you want to create a podcast for your company your brand you want to establish your thought leadership and show what you know and who you know you got a personal message that you want to share with the world 
Funnel Media is the place you should be checking out. They make podcasting easy so you can be heard by hundreds or thousands or millions of listeners. Separate yourself from the crowd. Contact Funnel Media today to bring your story to life. They make it easy and convenient. They show you the ropes and keep you from stumbling along the way here. And they help you launch and sustain it. That's the key. Keep it going over a long period of time. Just go to podcastmadeeasy.com. That podcast madeeasy.com You've been listening to Behind the Mic on the Funnel Radio Channel. Never miss an episode? Be sure to subscribe at funnelradiochannel.com or in your favorite podcast app. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Blueberry, TuneIn, and more. <laughs>